Hello everyone, uh, this is Edison Vasquez at Cumbria. Hope everyone is doing well. Welcome to episode number eight of our podcast. Uh, today we are actually adding a video to our podcast. Um, I know we've been um, stopping our podcast for a couple months, but we're glad to be back and we're adding the video so uh, so everybody can be more interactive and you guys can watch us uh, on TV and or follow us on our podcast. Well, thanks for following us today. Today, uh, the topic is uh, the last mile warehouses, a very popular topic on industrial real estate over the last months or even a couple of years as uh, the rise of e-commerce has, has uh has increased the demand for warehouse space. So uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we are uh, following um, an article that we posted on our on our website, warehousemarket.com, um, a month ago, in which we explain what last mile warehouses are. So we're following this and and explaining in detail what these are. So the in supply chain, the technical definition for last mile warehouses, it's a the uh, the transportation and planning to describe the movement of people and goods from a transportation hub to a final destination, such as pers- uh, somebody's home. In this case, where that package of that last um, things store in the warehouse and for delivery to uh, somebody's uh, door, basically within a day or or an hour, you know, depending on, on the company that, that has been delivered. So that's, that's what the definition of last mile warehouses are. Um, and and as mentioned during this uh, rise of e-commerce, these uh, the, the demand for these uh, locations have increased tremendously as uh, people and demand or want um, faster delivery of items, whether it's next day, a couple of days, or even an hour. So that has fueled an increase in a competition at the same time for uh, last mile warehouses. So um, you can check out our, our entire our entire article in warehousesmarket.com under our blog uh, under our blog um, section. So why are they why are they popular now? Um, well, the, the main the main answer is uh, e-commerce and demand for e-commerce. Whether it's Amazon, Walmart, Home Depot, um, all the major retailer Target, they want to um, keep up with demand and as the consumer's uh, taste has changed and they want to be um, delivered um, in the next couple of days so they want to have locations that are proximity to the uh, the customers and it's not necessarily about the distance um, it's about time how long is it going to take for that package to get from that warehouse that came in a truck from states or countries away that got to that warehouse how long is it going to take to take that package into somebody's step door and that's what it last mile warehouses are is, is efficiency um, saving time and uh, making it uh, cost efficient for the for the company as well um, features for uh, for these last mile warehouses can include a large parking spaces for delivery trucks, delivery vans, or storage in general. And so these locations need to have extensive parking or extensive areas so delivery vans or trucks can come in, pick up the packages, and go out into the city and deliver those. Um, 
uh, and, and depending on the on the on the company that's doing the delivery, this can also be uh, temperature control. So for perishables items or different items that need uh, air condition or refrigeration, these warehouses may also offer those qualities, or um, or a, at least a partial partially can be uh, temperature control. Um, and then the main the main thing is location, 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 location. As is in any real estate, any industrial real estate is location, location, location. These these warehouses. Um, uh, for the most part, need to be very close to the um, central business district, close to downtown, close to the midtown area in many cities. Uh, if you're following us on the video, I have a map from CoStar that shows the, the uh, South Florida, Miami area, and uh, you can see um, uh, warehouses are clustered uh, on the on the west area of, of the airport, west area of the city, where a lot of the land. Um, is available or was has been available, um, but as this e-commerce um, trend continues and the demand for more warehouse space, that has shifted towards the east portion of the city again, going to the last mile delivery, where Miami International Airport is right in the middle, and then warehouses towards the east, where decades ago was a big manufacturing facility, facilities manufacturing area. Now some of those warehouses have been repurposed into um, and last mile deliveries of brand new construction that are, are coming up. So um, as you can see, uh, for any e-commerce or um, online retailer that wants to deliver to people um, quickly, they need to be located east of uh, the airport with easier access to the population from downtown Miami to up to North Miami Beach, where most of the, most of the population lives and, and, and demands those services. Um, a good example is uh, a property we sold. Um, let me see if I can find it. We sold um, uh, a couple of years ago. Um, it was uh, in, in Hialeah. It was a, a former, a, a former uh, Win Dixie facility located uh, just north on the northeast of the airport. It was a four hundred thousand square foot warehouse. Um, on 20 acres that was repurposed over the last few years by an investment fund into uh, a brand new construction where they're delivering close to 400,000 square feet of industrial space for uh, targeted for the last mile, final mile delivery um, of goods to the total population. So that's one example that uh, we're seeing um, trending in our market. At the same time, we see other, other uh, investment funds and other investors looking at this area east of uh, East of uh, Miami International Airport, as a as a last mile site where they can be closer and closer to the um, to the population. Even recently, over the last couple of days, Prologis and Prologis, one of the largest landlords of industrial spaces in the world, announced uh, the purchase of uh, about uh, ten acres just east of uh, Miami International Airport. I'm sure that will be a last mile delivery of some of, of somebody. Or some company that will be taking over that space and amazon has also shifted where amazon started on the on the west side of um of the of the county and started even west of uh the turnpike which is the almost the boundary the urban boundary and they've been leasing expanding space uh east more east as they as they move closer to the population one of the largest warehouses eight hundred thousand square feet is right uh, by the uh, Opalaka Airport, so east of the east of the airport, uh, north um, north of the city, but very close 
to where the mass population is and that can serve both both counties or even the tri-county area um, at the same at the same time that these last mile warehouses bring um, benefits and can help the industrial real estate there's challenges to this and the challenges are um, the, the uh, limitation of space so uh, when when you move into uh, sectors that are closer to the population you run into competition from other sectors of commercial real estate so uh, uh, an, an investment fund specializing in industrial space or um, or uh, e-commerce company uh, looking for a last mile site might be competing with some developer looking to do apartments or looking to do office space or something that can uh, have a higher and better use of the land so that it creates competition for those type of land whereas if, if it's far away from the population there's no not much competition for industrial space so that's one of the challenges that companies will face as um, as they try to find more last mile deliveries um, and, and a future trend that we see in these uh, in these last mile warehouses, uh, it, it, it hasn't happened in South Florida yet, but maybe it's a trend that will happen in the next couple of years or even decades. But it's happening in a couple of larger markets in, in the country. It's two story warehouses where um, the uh, the limitation of land has pushed the prices high enough to justify building two story warehouses, especially in Asia, Japan, or some other countries that are constrained by land. Have developed multi-story warehouses where they um, store the goods and trucks can go up ramps and they go up um, up uh, into even two three four story high warehouses that uh, are very close to the population and can deliver the goods um, fast and, com and convenient uh, for the for the consumers so that's a trend that uh, might increase over the next couple of years as the land prices increase and um, developers have to um, be very creative and and increase the footprint where they can uh, make money and rent at a high rent and also uh, have uh, multi-story warehouses so um, that's a quick summary of the last mile warehouses hope this clarifies and uh, we're always available for any questions you can find us online at uh, warehousesmarket.com or Miami Industrial Team. You can follow us on social media. Uh, for me, it's um, in, on Instagram is Edison Industrial, and in Twitter is um, uh, Edison CRE. Or on LinkedIn, just look my name, Edison Vasquez, and you'll find me there. You can find our latest articles, our latest listings. Um, our team and I uh, specialize on industrial space here in South Florida, and we help many companies um, in the search or sale of uh, warehouse space. Uh, before we go, uh, we, we always used to give industrial tips for landlords and tenants about industrial space. Today, we, we want to discuss an industrial tip that um, helped us on one of the transactions we recently did. And it's for, in, for industrial users that have uh, heavy use, such as uh, chemicals, oils, or heavy manufacturing that are looking to lease a space. And the landlord can be a little hesitant or not interested in leasing the space. So what we did is um, uh, we represent the tenant and we proposed to do um, a phase one environmental study uh, at the occupancy of the space. So when we occupy the space, we will conduct a mutually agreement. Uh, to do a phase one with the landlord that shows the status of the property, whether it's clean, contaminated, or any issue that may have. And um, at the end of the lease, when the tenant um, vacates or whenever the lease expiration comes in, there'll be another phase one done or a phase two if necessary. 
and uh, and deliver and make sure that's in the same condition as it was taken. So that uh, gave peace of mind to the landlord that the landlord that the tenant is responsible that they will take care of the property and and that uh, there won't be any issues during during the lease term. So that removed the hesitation from the landlord uh, or any uh, worries about pollution uh, in the property. And that made the deal happen and that uh, is a win-win for landlord and tenant. Uh, hope this helps um, and you can reach us anytime. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, getting more uh, podcasts and videos out there. Audio um, thanks for tuning in. Tuning in. Uh, see you next time. Take care.